0: For copyright reasons, music played during the program has been excluded from this podcast. Hornsby and this is Triple H Newsdesk, James Elton-Pym
1: and Declan Gooch. Good morning and welcome to Triple H Newsdesk. I'm Declan Gooch. And I'm Edward Luca, filling in for James Elton-Pym. On the program today, we hear from two witnesses to the tornado that hit Hornsby on Monday. Cars flipped, trees came down and roofs at Westfield and event cinemas collapsed amid swirling winds. And we hear from the Mayor of Keringai on the Council's plan for Turramurra's town centre.
0: But is it threatened by coals? Later in the program, we talk to Hornsby police about the theft of a 100th $1,000 digger. How did the thieves make off with such a large vehicle? And the Asquith store that's just been voted New South Wales' favourite local business.
1: Which one is it? To get in contact, email newsdesk at hhfm.com.au. That's newsdesk at hhfm.com.au. You can also like our Facebook page at
0: facebook.com forward slash triple h newsdesk to hear this program again whenever you like. Today's program will be slightly shorter than usual because of the absence of one of our regular reporters. Welcome to the program. Our comprehensive wrap of Monday's wild weather in just a moment. But first, police are warning residents to take care after an attempted fraud followed the theft of credit card details from a retirement village in Kalara. Intruders entered the dwelling and took a handbag containing a number of cards and personal items. Later on, the victim received a phone call from somebody purporting to be working for the Commonwealth Bank. The caller tried to convince the victim that the card had been handed in and that they needed a PIN number. The homeowner refused and alerted police. Police remind residents never to give out personal information over the phone. The incident took place on either Friday evening or Saturday morning last week. If you know anything about this incident, call Crime Stoppers on 800 333 000
1: to report crime anonymously. The Community Nursery owned by Hornsby Shire Council has won the Best Government Nursery Award given by the Nursery and Garden Industry Association. The award covers New South Wales and the ACT. The Community Nursery produces over 52,000 Indigenous plants every year and is run by just one paid staff member. The 40 other helpers are all volunteers. They contribute more than 2,000 hours annually. Hornsby Mayor Steve Russell said the award is a wonderful achievement that recognises a lot of commitment. A thief at Rebel Sport in Hornsby
0: walked away with a stolen pair of Adidas shoes last Thursday at about 5.20pm. The person in question put their old shoes in the new box and walked out wearing the new shoes. CCTV footage is being reviewed. The same day, Hornsby Police and Westfield Security Officers conducted an operation that saw more than 10 people caught shoplifting, with some banned and given infringement notices. A Toyota parked on Oxley Drive in Mount Cola was vandalised last Thursday or Friday with all four tyres smashed. The front windscreen was smashed with a brick, bringing the total cost of damage to $1,500. And a trailer has been stolen from outside a home in Loch Ness Place at Hornsby sometime last weekend. The trailer had been chained to a telegraph pole at the time and is valued at about $1,800. If you know anything about any of these incidents,
1: call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000 to report crime anonymously. It was all over in a few seconds, but the tornado that hit Hornsby on Monday left a trail of serious damage. Newsdesk spoke to eyewitnesses who described a vortex throwing cars, blowing people over and even flipping a demountable office. Declan Gooch reports.
0: Hornsby's wet and wild weather this week took a destructive turn on Monday when a tornado tore over the Westfield shopping centre at about 3pm. Lasting only a few seconds, the winds were strong enough to cause the roof at event cinemas to collapse and glass panels from the roof at Westfield to fall in two, covering parts of the floor with glass. The centre was evacuated and closed immediately. Across Hornsby, 12 people were taken to hospital with minor injuries. The twister cut a path from Edgeworth-David Avenue in Waitara over the Westfield shopping centre and across the train line to cause further damage near Hornsby TAFE and the council chambers. The Bureau of Meteorology confirmed a storm was a tornado yesterday afternoon. Newsdesk spoke to some witnesses, including Anne Butt, who was in her car outside the shopping centre.
2: Just sitting in the car near, you know, the little cul-de-sac outside what we call the Kmart drop-off, um, I was just... I'd, just pulled up to pick up my son who, he wasn't there at that time Um, and so I was just waiting for him to duck out and there'd been been torrential rain and it just started to um, uh, ease a little bit. So I'm just sitting there waiting for my son to walk out and then what happened was this, I heard this sound and it was sort of like a train or something it was a loud noise and um Anyway, then suddenly, it it happened very quickly, tremendous wind and my car started to um, sway and then tree branches came down, landing on the car and trolleys came over.
0: The winds were strong enough to turn cars over and throw off roofs and a Sydney train's demountable office being used at Hornsby Station was flipped over. Five workers inside received cuts and bruises and a sixth suffered broken ribs. People were blown over.
2: There was this lady who was trying to get into cover and she the wind was actually blew her over, oh. uh, rolled her down towards the post. She grabbed the post from those, you know, like parking sign posts. Mm. She held on to that and then the next thing she disappeared and there was a man who'd been right near my car. He disappeared. Anyway, then it, it only lasted a couple of minutes and then I could hear terrible noises and I, with the roof. I knew the roof was being torn off. At
0: For most people, the first warning that something was wrong was the sound. Hornsby Council media officer Nick Cook describes what he heard and saw.
3: Well, I was outside uh, council chambers, uh, out the back there in the car park, when all of a sudden the first warning we had was this huge crash um, over at the train station. That I thought it was a train derailment or something. It was just this horrendous metallic roar, and I uh, sort of started walking over there, thinking, "Oh, gee, something terrible's happened." And next thing just saw huge bits of corrugated iron flying through the air and the trees were all bending over and then we were hit by the wind and it was just horrendous. It was just, I've never felt anything like it. And uh, that's when I ran for the
0: door. He says that despite the fact it was sheer luck nobody was injured, the busy central location hit by the storm was fortunate.
3: Fortunate in the sense that uh, all the council staff were able to get out immediately chopping down trees uh, and clearing the roads. All of the uh, police were able to get on the scene very quickly and the firefighters and SES. So uh, I've got to say the response by council and the emergency services
0: was just spectacular. Main roads and back streets alike were clogged up after motorists were turned away from thoroughfares around the shopping centre. The Pacific Highway was closed in both directions near Hornsby's west side and drivers scrambled to find other ways home. Trains were slow after a tree fell on the line at Asquith. Fire and Rescue New South Wales performed a search and rescue operation in the damaged cinemas, which was luckily between sessions. They found all 14 people missing with only minor injuries. No, I've
3: never seen anything like it anywhere. and i come like from the country, we, we get some wild weather over the side of the mountains, but I've never experienced anything like this. It was just terrifying. I can't describe the sound of the wind and, and the windows were all shaking and I, I tried to pull the door closed behind me. Uh, and I just couldn't, the wind was too strong.
0: The shopping centre was evacuated until emergency services gave the all clear. Shoppers were kept in the Woolworths and David Jones side of the centre while shops closed. Lights were kept on with emergency power. The Bureau of Meteorology says tornadoes aren't uncommon in Australia, but that we don't usually see massive tornadoes that other countries can experience. The Hornsby tornado, which is the fourth New South Wales tornado this year, was relatively small on a global scale. But
2: I, I'm so so pleased it didn't happen just, you know, say 10 minutes later when perhaps children, you know, the children from Hornsby Girls would have been out or the bus children would have been arriving. It would have been
0: horrendous. Near Jersey Street and outside Hornsby Tafe, huge gum trees were ripped up, crushing cars and blocking the road. Hornsby police say the trees fell partly because of the recent dry weather followed by torrential rain and high winds. A Sky News meteorologist said winds may have been 90 kilometres per hour. Hornsby Library is closed until further notice after suffering minor roof and window damage. Council says it hopes the library will be open later in the week. The roof of the Hornsby Inn was damaged substantially. Westfield Hornsby has released a list of retailers open after the storm on its Facebook page. The Coles and Kmart side of the centre is still closed. Declan Gooch, Triple H Newsdesk. The best local news on radio, Triple H News Desk, with James Elton Pym and Declan Gooch. And since we put that piece together, Westfield has announced the entire centre will be open today. Coles has been open from 6am this morning, Kmart is also trading, and the Burdett Street
1: car park opened yesterday afternoon. A 19-year-old driver who swore at police was arrested on Friday in Carlotta Avenue, Gordon. A highway patrol officer stopped a Toyota Hilux for a traffic offence, at which point its driver swore at the officer. The male driver was told swearing is an offence and received another infringement notice, but threw it on the ground. As the officer walked back to the patrol car, the 19-year-old swore again. The officer then tried to arrest the driver, who struggled. He was eventually handcuffed, taken to the police station and charged formally with resisting arrest and using offensive language. Then on Sunday, highway patrol officers noticed a Mitsubishi Lancer on Monavel Road, which they discovered was unregistered. Despite turning on flashing lights and sirens, police alleged the driver failed to stop. About five kilometres later, the driver eventually stopped at Yanko Road in West Pimble, and the driver was detained. She will appear in Hornsby Local Court next month, charged with driving an unregistered and uninsured car and not stopping for police. Work is being out carried out on the Pacific Highway this month to repair the slope at
0: the side of the road. Hornsby State Liberal MP Matt Keane said the government had provided $500,000 towards the project, which is aimed at shoring up the structure to improve safety for motorists. Roads and Maritime Services is carrying out the work, which started on Monday and will run through to the 20th of December. The alterations include clearing, ve- clearing vegetation and loose rocks, installing bolts, reinforcing the, exi- the existing mesh and covering the surface with concrete. One lane will be closed to traffic while work is being carried out. Efforts will be made to minimise
1: equipment noise. The work will be done between 7am and 5pm. Students at Asquith Public School turned up on Monday to make a donation to the Bushfire Appeal and see a new covered area unveiled. Bright clothing was encouraged and school principal Rita Travato said students raised over $500. They were visited by the Hornsby RFS and Hornsby State Liberal MP Matt Keane. The local member as well as firefighters and students cut the ribbon to officially open a new outdoor undercover area made possible by the school's P&C Committee and a grant from the state government's Community Building Partnership Scheme. Students were taught what to do in the case of a bushfire emergency and shown a working fire engine. Keringai Council is planning to revamp the area near the Coles supermarket at Taramara, aiming to turn it into a town centre with a large park and its own row of shops. But Coles is planning its own redevelopment, and the Hornsby Advocate has reported that it's forced Council to reconsider its plans. What's the real story? Declan found out. Keringai Council says that a proposed
0: redevelopment of Coles Taramara won't mean the Council will have to rethink their plans to revitalise the area. The council has long planned to rejuvenate the streetscape around Ray Street and Taramara Library, partly by encouraging shops fronting onto the Pacific Highway to face inwards instead onto Forbes Lane. Here's Keringai Mayor Jennifer Anderson.
4: Well, council has had a long-standing concept through its local environment
1: plan work
4: to look at providing community facilities in that precinct, uh, such as a new library and a, a village green or town town square, an area of open space for the community. So these uh, really are conceptual. And now as per the council resolution last week, we're getting into the next step, which is more detailed master planning.
0: But Coles has plans as well. It wants to double the size of its Tarramarra supermarket and build extra car parking. The Hornsby advocate reported last week that council was going to be forced to re evaluate its own plans for the area after a study drew attention to a proposed tall, windowless wall down the side of the supermarket that would face onto Forbes Lane, rendering it impossible to build shops down one side of the strip. But Mayor Anderson says it's business as usual and that council hasn't been forced to re-evaluate anything just yet.
4: Coles uh, has a DA that is currently being uh, assessed, and uh, that is uh, uh, in another department of council. uh, We're, at the same time, uh, looking at, uh, through our strategy department, these... uh, longer-term plans.
0: Karingai Council says it wants to work with Coles and Coles says it will always cooperate with local governments.
4: Coles uh, is at liberty, of course, to put a DA in uh, and at liberty as well to uh, determine what they do with any um, DA approval that they might receive.
0: Ultimately, it comes down to Council to say yes or no.
4: Council uh, still has the same concept plan. We're pursuing that further with more detailed work. So they're two quite distinct processes.
0: The newspaper reported that $150,000 of ratepayers' funds would have to be used to find a way around the issue, which it said forced Council to change its plans. But Mayor Anderson says that sum is actually being used to further develop the concept plan without altering it at all because of the Coles DA. She said the Council had always been aware of Coles' application. But pressed on the issue, the Mayor conceded that the wall, if built as proposed, would be a problem.
4: It wouldn't enable the vision uh, that Council has in the concept plan to be implemented, uh, but that's you know, a matter for Coles.
0: The Coles DA will be assessed by the Joint Regional Planning Panel early next year. For information on the Council's local environment plans, visit its website at kmc.nsw.gov.au. Declan Gooch, Triple H Newsdesk.
1: Your Independent Voice. Newsdesk on Triple H 100.1 FM. Uh, Galston and Glenory residents will have the opportunity to find out about a new wastewater scheme set to start in their area soon. Two community information sessions will be held next month to discuss the start of the scheme, which will end pump-out fees and improve sewerage infrastructure. The sessions will focus on the area of service, necessary work on properties and timing for construction. Construction team members will be available for questions. The first session will be held on December 9th from 4 to 8pm at the Galston Community Centre. The following day, another session will be held at the same time at the Glenory Community Centre. And we'll bring you some music now. Coming right up after this break, the theft of a huge excavator that has Hornsby Police puzzled. How did thieves make off with it? And the Asquith music store that's just been named the most popular local business in New South Wales. Have you been there? Find out in just a moment. And remember you can email us at newsdesk at HFM.com.au. That's newsdesk at HFM.com.au. Like us on Facebook to hear this show in any separate segments whenever you want, as well as photos, updates and more. Facebook.com slash Triple H Newsdesk.
0: Now here's Smiling Faces Sometimes by The Undisputed Truth.
1: Intrepid, independent, in your area. Newsdesk. Well, it's not your average getaway vehicle. Someone took off with an excavator from outside a home in Arcadia just over a week ago, and it's still missing. But why would anyone steal such a thing? And why is such an obvious machine so difficult to find? Declan Gooch reports. With a generic set of keys and no GPS tracking, a digger
0: is probably easier to steal than you think. That's despite the fact it would take a large truck and a trailer to carry one away. It's this situation that's confronting Hornsby Police this week. Last week we reported that an excavator was stolen from outside a home in Arcadia. Police are still looking for the thief and have even had trouble contacting the owner. All they know is the brand, which is Nante, and the value, which is nearly $100,000. Here's Senior Constable Paul Cleary of Karingai Local Area Command
5: absence of tracking devices fitted to it, which there wasn't, um, they could be left on a property somewhere and not found um, and it's only if somebody does a, a physical check of the um, you know, serial numbers or that sort of thing would it show up.
0: Senior Constable Cleary says the digger could have been stolen for private use or to sell on because it has such a high value and is relatively untraceable.
5: There was uh, a Two to three years ago, a series of bobcats being stolen from all over um, Sydney
1: and
5: you know, Newcastle, Wollongong, Blue Mountains, that sort of thing being stolen. Um, now we're not sure what the motivation that whether they were on sold or or what, but a lot of people do use them for private purposes.
0: The vehicles can be difficult to make off with, but on the other hand, it's unlikely anybody would pay much attention to somebody loading a digger onto a truck. Police say they aren't looking at the case as insurance fraud.
5: We don't speculate on that, but we would liaise with any insurance company that showed
0: an interest in it. In past cases, some stolen excavators were used in attempted ram raids. Equipment theft in the construction industry could cost as much as $50 million a year. If you have any information to provide police, please call Crimestoppers anonymously on 1800 333 00. That's 1800 333 00. Declan Gooch, Triple H Newsdesk.
1: This is Newsdesk on Triple H 100.1 FM. This month, New South Wales Fair Trading announced the winners of its Local Business Awards, with voters who nominate winning organisations receiving $250 cash. That incentive's paid off for an Asquith music store, which has just been named New South Wales's favourite local business. Declan Gooch finds out more. Asquith's Upbeat Music
0: Centre has just been named the state's best-liked local business. The store, run by Jamie Murray, picked up the People's Choice Award in the I Love My Local Business competition run by New South Wales Fair Trading.
3: We've looked at all the different ways that that we can be good as a company and and good to our customers. We have uh, very loyal customers uh, for that reason and we we have customers that know that, that we'll look after them in return.
0: Mr Murray speaking there. He established the store a few years ago in response to what he saw was a need for a well-run, well-liked establishment.
3: We started off as a music school about six years ago. Um, And over the last... uh, So two years in from there, we decided to open up a retail store once we realised that our customers weren't getting looked after uh, when it came to to buying the equipment they needed. So we'd send them off to other stores and and get looked after. And we thought, okay, well, there's obviously a need for
0: it. Out of 1,100 votes cast... 289 of them went to Upbeat Music Centre. Fair Trading Commissioner Rod Stowe congratulated the store on its award and said this year the awards had a 70% increase in entries. Last year, the People's Choice Award went to Good Neighbour Plumbing in Dural, which did free work for charities. But it's been a tough time for music retailers recently with the closure of the Allens music chain and more people heading online for more attractive prices.
3: So we've seen with a lot of these big chains, you know, massive overheads. Um, they very much, even just the attitude when it comes to, to the way that they talk to customers.
0: Mr. Murray says it's all about having the right attitude, perhaps now a slightly less humble one. Declan Gooch, Triple H News Desk. The best local news on radio. Triple H News Desk with James Elton Pym and Declan Gooch.
1: As we get closer to summer, Hornsby residents are being urged to check their gas and electrical barbecues and make sure they're well maintained. Gas connections should be regularly checked for leaks using soapy water, which ensures that fittings and hoses aren't worn out. Gas bottles must not be left out inside a closed vehicle because they need to be kept in a cool, well-ventilated space. They should also be transported upright. Electric barbecues should be kept out of the rain and away from water. All gas appliances have to be certified to be legally sold in New South Wales. Owners of these appliances should check the devices have the relevant approval markings before using them. A top of 24 degrees in Hornsby and Keringai
0: today with a high chance of rain and the potential for isolated thunderstorms in the afternoon and evening. It's looking pretty gloomy for the rest of the week too. Temperatures range from 21 next Tuesday to 27 over this weekend when it will be cloudy with a chance of showers. That's all
1: for Triple H Newsdesk this week. If you missed part of the show or want to hear anything again, the entire episode and individual stories will be accessible via our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Triple H Newsdesk. Follow us on Twitter, we're at Triple H Newsdesk. And remember,
0: always feel free to get in touch. We urge you to contact us if there's anything you think we should know. Email newsdesk at triplehfm.com.au. That's newsdesk at triplehfm,
1: spelt out T-R-I-P-L-E-H-F-M, dot com dot au. Thank you for joining us and we hope you can be with us again next Wednesday from 9am here on Triple H 100.1 FM. Edward Luca and I will be back next Wednesday at the usual time for another slightly shorter news desk while James Elton Pym is away. Stay tuned for some music and then women's current affairs program Women on the Line at 10am. Have a good week and we'll leave you with What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers.
0: You've been listening to a podcast of Triple H News Desk. To get in touch, email us, newsdesk at HFM.com.au. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in again on air at 100.1 FM or catch up online with podcasts like this.